Welcome to Friends Along the Way, a podcast exploring the faith journey of my friends and I. This is your host, Jesse Walker. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Friends Along the Way. Today we have episode 56. I uh, have some pretty wicked allergies here right now because, one, we got so much rain that everything's pollinated. So the years that I've been here before, uh, I never really had any allergies. Uh, and now because of all the rain, like all the weeds have been watered, like everything's been watered really good. So it's a pollinated, like really good. And, um, you know, the winds pick up and this swirls all the pollen in the air. So <clears throat> it's kind of kicking my butt, but here we are episode. What did I say? This is 56. Um, in a couple of weeks, it will come up to the uh, two or one year mark, the one year anniversary of the day that I actually started the podcast. So that's pretty exciting. That's coming up. Uh, June 2nd is actually the day I think I first launched my, my podcast, my first one. So yeah, that's pretty exciting made it almost a full year. Today I am by myself, so I'm going to talk about a few things, Um, but one of those things is just giving everybody an update on me, (coughs) besides my allergies. Um, So yeah, I've got uh, obviously these allergies going on. Sucks. But, yeah, update on me is um, things at my church have kind of shifted in different directions. I'm taking on a lot more responsibilities than just youth ministry and worship, but also uh, just, like, things that are, like, more pastoral things. So I'm speaking more um, involved in more meetings now because we're down to just two pastors, me and our interim, um, senior pastor. So yeah, a lot more responsibility put on my plate. Also starting up the high school football season and I'm going to be coaching and, uh, helping with that. And, um, so those two things, uh, I got a friend coming into town, Chad Deadman. I'm hoping to get him on the podcast sometime next week. He is tough to get still, so I'm going to try to be able to get that done with him. And because uh, he's, yeah, he's got a cool testimony, but we're doing a uh, surf camp on Saturday. We're doing a worship night Friday night. So, Friday night, worship night. <laughs> Saturday morning is the camp. 
uh, the surf camp. Then, then Sunday he's speaking at the church at my church, and then we leave from there to drive two hours south to another church where he'll be speaking at, and we'll be doing some ministry stuff. Then the following day we have like a huge long bike ride, like biking and praying over California. He's been biking from mission to mission, so those are like these Catholic mission churches that have been like planted all across California. Um, and so he's biked like over a thousand miles to each one. So it's pretty cool. So finally this will be closing that, that list of the missions in California on, uh, on Monday. So yeah, it'll be a good time. Um, I definitely bring my podcast stuff cause we're going to have lots of different people I can interview which will be fun. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of what's going on with me right now. And, um, but yeah, what I wanted to talk about is something really unique happened in my youth group last Tuesday. And I want to talk about it because, um, it just kind of blew my mind because I really had no, like, it's not like something I planned. Um, so basically what happened is I have this one uh, youth student that I'm training to lead worship. So I'm getting her to sing and lead worship and try to step out more into the prophetic worship side of things. And so, you know, I'm like, hey, if you get something, just go for it. And so she's totally just leading leading the song. I'm playing guitar. She's singing. I did a little bit of backup vocals, but then, um, you know, this at the end of the second song or at the end of the first song, we're going into the second. She's like, I feel like everybody just needs to stand up and hold hands and sing this song together. And, uh, so they, they do that. Another kid, Cyrus, who's been on the podcast actually was like, yeah, I really felt the same thing. So they all get up, they all start standing singing the song, worshiping. And then uh, and then Wednesday, who was on the girls' podcast, she gets up and just starts prophesying over everybody. Like saying, like, you know, God's going to move. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. You just need to, like, really take it serious. Step in here. Step into this moment. Um, you know, don't let your dreams be dreams type of thing, but like really press in to the Lord. So she's saying this, um, and she's going around and praying for people. And then other kids are praying for each other. And then, uh, someone comes up and they're like, I want to say something. Uh, and they end up like confessing all these sins. They just take the mic and they start confessing the sins to the group and that they've been backsliding from the Lord or, you know, running from the Lord or not taking um, God seriously and getting into trouble with different struggles of life. And <clears throat> I'm like, oh, my gosh. And so, like, I was, like, blown away because it, was, it wasn't something where, like, hey, as adults or as leaders, you're like, hey, why don't you guys uh, just share if there's anything you want to share? 
it just like started happening naturally, organically. We didn't even ask them to do anything. I'm just playing guitar like in the background. I just said nothing. I've not, I had not said anything. Um, the crazy thing too was, you know, getting like the beginning of youth was just absolutely horrendous. Like the kids were not participating in games or they're goofing off. or They weren't taking things seriously and they weren't listening to instructions and running off the property and uh, running out of sight and acting weird. And, you know, it just was one of those beginning of youth group nights where it was just like things are chaotic <laughs> and you're, you're just being like, wow, why am I here? Like, this is wild. What are we, what are we doing here? You know? And that was kind of my attitude and the kids were acting up and, uh, you know, I had to be the bad guy and say, Hey guys, smarten up, quit being like this, blah, blah, blah. And I don't like being that person. So that kind of sucked, you know? So, and then all of a sudden in worship, God just starts moving. And so it's crazy. Like God like moved, like, uh, one kid after another got up and confessed like their sins and made like a public declaration that they're going to like rededicate themselves to the Lord and follow him and, and talk about the great things that God's doing in their life. And so it's just like it's amazing because, you know, it was not prompted by leaders or adults at all. It was just something they just started doing. <clears throat> And so, yeah, they just start doing this and I'm like, what the heck? This is crazy, but I'm not going to like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just standing back watching and observing and, you know, not, not wanting to get into the, like, try to take the moment over myself, you know, um, and try to like shepherd it or guide it. It was just like, okay, God's doing something here. I just have to stand back. I can't shepherd this. I like, I never even thought this up. So, um, I just stand back and God just starts moving. They start praying for kids, for healing, for all kinds of different things, prophesying over each other, encouraging each other. Um, one guy ends up giving his life to the Lord. Uh, and like, you know, it's just like crazy what was all going on. And I'm like, this was the worst start. Like the, this night had the worst start off, but God has just absolutely, absolutely shown up and just like wrecked us all. <clears throat> it was super, super cool. And this went on for like an hour and a half of kids just ministering to each other. <laughs> it was really cool. So that's what happened last week. And then tonight, you know, and so I, I never said, I never even preached my message last week. I was like, I just put it away because I was like, well, um, God's doing something else. So this week, we get into worship, we're praying, we're, we're doing stuff. And I decided, okay, it seemed like they kind of like that open mic share type thing. And we normally do that. But like this time, we literally had a mic in like the middle of the room that if you wanted to come and share something, you could because that's how it was kind of set up last week, not on purpose. It's just like once they started sharing, the mic just got put there, like somebody moved it there. So I set it up again, 
I set the mic up again there, and then uh, we said, hey, like if, if God's putting anything on your heart while you're in worship, come up to the mic, share it. So we have some kids that come up, share. Uh, worship time was good, but, you know, it looked different. It was different than last week. It wasn't like this big explosive thing that happened. So, And I know that, and I realized that you can't expect God to move the same way every time. Um, I think a lot of the time we're expecting that, and then when it doesn't happen, we get let down. And so realizing, you know, you look at Moses. Moses is told by God to strike the rock, and he uh, he strikes the rock and water comes out. And then the next time God says, next time I want you to speak to the rock, and the water will come out. And Moses strikes the rock twice. Instead of speaking to the rock, he actually disobeys God because um, he had seen it before that if he hit the rock, the water came out. So he didn't trust God and decided to not speak to it. Instead, he started to hit it. And it's what he had seen, and it's what he had done before. And sometimes we're like that with things of the Lord is we expect things to um, to look the same way like we had already seen it done. And, you know, so I, I already knew this and it was like, okay, I, I can't expect it to look the same. Like next week, which was, which is today, next, like last week, I was like, next week is going to look different. It'd be awesome if it everything just like happened like that, but <clears throat> I can't make it happen, and I can't try to force it to happen, and I need to expect that God's going to do something else. So, um, we go into the time of worship, and you know, some kids share, and then I get, I put my guitar down, I get up to go, and like to preach my message. And I just felt like the Lord was like, yeah, I don't want you to preach this today. Cause I was going to preach on like, don't judge others um, out of James and be like, yeah, you're not supposed to judge, judge what other people are doing. Um, and so I was like, oh, okay. Like, um, uh, yeah, it just felt like I wasn't supposed to do my message. So I said, okay, Lord, well, what do you want me to do? And uh, I just felt like, he's like, well, start sharing about last week. So, uh, yeah, I just felt like he wanted me to talk about last week and how encouraging it was to see, like, the, that it was student-led and not, like, leader-led. And um, in that, I just felt like the Lord, keep like giving me little things like little thing after little thing to, to talk about. And then we ended up talking about, you know, how sometimes we have like encounters with the Lord and the enemy tries to steal those encounters from us and corrupt them by like shaming us for them and being like, Oh, you look so silly when you were standing there holding hands, singing with everybody and you were crying and, you know, the devil really wants to try to manipulate situations like that or make us feel embarrassed or ashamed of it. 
um, that we are foolish for, for doing it or comes up with ideas like, you know, oh, that was just like an emotional like thing and you just went along with the emotions versus like that it was a true encounter. So the enemy really like likes to stir that up. So <clears throat> I was speaking against that and be like, guys, you got to be paying attention to this and not letting the enemy steal something that God has, has given you that you participated in. Uh, and we need to be aware of it. We need to guard our hearts. <laughs> and I'm just sharing this. And I, I talked maybe about for 15 minutes about, you know, how I, I share a story about how, um, I think it was for, I had prayed for the gift of healing when I was, I think like eight or nine years old. I think I said to the kids that I was around nine. Um, and I remember praying for the gift of healing with my dad. And, and then after that, it was like the enemy came and tried to make me feel really stupid for praying that and being like, well, you know, that's, that doesn't happen and blah, 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 coming up with all these things. And I agreed with it and just felt foolish for it and never prayed for healing for anybody for the next 16 years. And then all of a sudden, you know, I start praying for people for healing when I like 16 years later and people start getting healed and so I was telling my kids, I was like, you know, um, for 16 years, I could have been seeing people get healed. This last 16 years, I was around a lot of sick people, and I never saw anybody get healed. I never prayed for anybody for for healing. Um, and, you know, I just told them, I was like, yeah, the, the enemy robbed 16 years of, of me being able to pray for healing for somebody. And because of a moment that I had that was a pure, it was had pure heart, pure motive um, to want to see people get healed, not for a power thing or, oh, look at that, I heal people. It was just because, you know, I wanted to see my friends get healed if they're hurt. I wanted people, if they're sick, I wanted to see them get well. You know, and the, the enemy steals us. So I'm telling my kids that. And so we need to protect that. We need to guard that. Don't let the enemy shame you or harass you for something that you had, like an encounter with the Lord. Don't let him do that. <clears throat> and in that, kid raises his hand up and comes and stands to the mic and then starts sharing. Starts sharing about how he hadn't guarded his heart and... um and that, you know, those little foxes had gotten into his his vineyard and destroyed things, and he thought it was just something small and that he could handle it, but um, the enemy tricked him. And so he starts sharing this, and then all of a sudden, again, all of these kids start coming up and sharing different things, like people that never share in front of anybody are now coming up to the mic and sharing, like, intimate things. You know, like struggles that they're dealing with. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. I'm like, what's going on here? So, um, 
So God just moves again. Like we didn't finish youth till like nine thirty. We were just praying and sharing and talking about different things, struggles, praying, breaking things off of people. Like um, it was such a beautiful moment. Again, it was so strange. Like you know, one of those things that you didn't you didn't see coming your way comes your way and. God uses it and just blesses, blesses you. So, yeah, my encouragement for you guys is um, just because things are chaotic doesn't mean that God isn't going to move in that. Sometimes it's in that chaos that God really moves, God really shines. So, You know, you can use what happened with my youth group as an example. Like, I had nothing to do with it. I'm looked at as, you know, I'm the youth pastor, so I should be involved in every move of God that the youth, that happens with the youth. And it's like, no, I was just playing my guitar. And God showed up and moved on the kids, and the kids let it. Um. So don't be afraid when you're in those chaotic moments because God can move in that in a mighty and powerful way that blinds and just eclipses that chaos that hat was prior. Like for me, I'm like, dang, I can't believe I was even like upset. Like, look what happened. God showed up. He moved in a powerful way. So, um, Hang in there. Don't let the enemy steal your joy. Don't let him shame you. Because God's doing good things in your life. And things might seem chaotic and crazy. And you're saying, what the heck? But then there could be that moment where all of a sudden you have that aha moment where God shows up and just makes everything clear. And you totally forget about the struggle that you were dealing with prior. So hang in there. All right, let me pray. God, we just uh, ask for an encouraging word for a listener. I'd seen like this, uh, it was like this astronaut helmet on somebody. Um, and it was like they were kind of like floating in space and they, they were just, but it was like everything was controlled. It wasn't like they were, like it was, that's where they were supposed to be. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I felt like it was like that was like a free, like a freedom moment where it's just like, you know, the kind of like that is their their secret place with the Lord. <clears throat> so I just want to encourage anybody that, you know, if you don't have a secret place or that happy place you can meet with the Lord, that you need to find it. And I feel like the Lord is saying like with this, space thing is that you need to create a space 
or you need to be in that space um, where you can meet with him. And it might be kind of wacky. It could be, you know, we talk about even creating a place that doesn't exist. Like even in your mind, you can, you know, say you're like, I want to meet Jesus on the moon. And you can imagine yourself being on the moon, meeting with Jesus. You can do that. And maybe that is for somebody that it's their their secret place. And I just feel like God is going to bring a lot of peace and a lot of freedom to those that are spending time in that secret place, in their prayer closet with the Lord, um, when they're really seeking Him, when, they, when they've set time aside. I just feel like God is just releasing a peace over you a freedom over you. So for whoever that is, Lord, we just ask that you just speak to their heart. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of Friends Along the Way. We will catch you on the next one. We're going to have a bunch of people to interview. This week has been crazy just in light of the new pastoral stuff that I'm all doing. So things are getting wild, but uh, yeah, we'll catch you on the next one and we'll have guests. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of friends along the way. Be sure to follow and we'll catch you on the next one. If you're enjoying this podcast and you're looking for a way to support, you can buy me a coffee. Go to buymeacoffee.com, punch in my name, Jesse Walker, and there you'll find friends along the way. And you can just buy me a coffee. It's that simple. I appreciate all your support and all of your listening ears. Talk to you soon.